Good day and welcome to another episode of Ask the Pastors here on the Fellowcast. And today we have Pastor Rob Lucas back again to answer the following question. Based on John 6.44, are some people chosen to be saved and others not? Hi, Valdir. Uh, I, I think that the, the question is probably asked broader than this text. Um, but let's just look at the text first of all, and then we can look at the, the broader context of it. Um, the, 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 the text that we are reading um, is, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. Um, if we read that completely in isolation, it would sound like that question is very legitimate. Um, but let's just read it in the context of what's been, what Jesus is busy saying here. And then let's look at it in the context of the greater volume of Scripture. So first of all, Jesus has been speaking and he's been calling himself the bread of life. He's used one of those I am's again. And he's making claim to being God, that uh, whoever eats of him. And in fact, he says, says it like this earlier in verse 35. He says, um, I am the bread of life and he who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. Um, so he, he, he opens this up and you see the picture is a lot wider than just those who are being drawn in terms of a select number. Jesus is opening it up and saying that there will be many others who will come. Um, and then he repeats that same thing in verse 47. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes from heaven that the one who may eat of it will not die. I am the living bread which comes from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for, for the life of the world. So it, it, it sounds very uh, selective in that verse 46, but when Jesus is speaking, he's, he's speaking about whoever uh, would eat of this. And then we've got to broaden that out into a, a, a broader context of um, Jesus saying that he's come to die for the sins of the world. So we, we, we start to see a picture of Jesus dying for more than just a select few, but for everyone. Um, and it is the Father's will that not one should perish, uh, which really means that the Father, what the Father is saying is, is, is that he's sending Jesus for everyone. And he, he would delight that everyone would be saved. Um, the, the notion that God has to choose some to be saved and others not to be saved has a much deeper root than just an understanding of a text. Um, it, it comes from the, the, the philosophical understanding that man is so evil that he cannot choose good. And so God has to choose man for himself because men are unable to choose good based on an understanding that you're born evil and that as an evil person, you don't have that capacity. Well, we would really have to question that because we have to ask ourselves a number of questions. When, when David says that, that um, I was conceived in evil, is he saying I was conceived evil? Um, is he saying that, that I was innately evil when I was born and that uh, there was never a time of me not being evil. We would have some major problems with that based on Jesus. 
Because if we are born evil, then Jesus, born of a woman, would have had to have been born evil. Unless we jokingly say the, the evil is in the male gene. Um, but we, we look at that, that statement and we have to say, well, if, if we were born evil, then Jesus must have been born evil. Um, so we, we're kind of pushing that to one side and we would rather say we're born into a world that is evil, uh, that there is a prince of darkness and that we are tempted to sin. But we see on numerous occasions throughout Scripture where God would come and say, I have set before you, and I've set before you life and death. Um, I've set before you blessings and cursings. And then the very next words are choose. And so clearly Scripture gives us this understanding that we as, as human beings um, have been given options, and we've been given an option of Jesus. Um, and we can choose Jesus or we can reject Jesus. Um, but when we come and we say we don't have an option, um, it, it's kind of like saying I don't have a responsibility in my choice. God is forcing me to go in a particular direction. And yet Scripture constantly tells us that we have a choice and that there is a consequence to that choice. For those whose life, names are not written in the book of life, they will have an eternal consequence in the lake of fire, with the, which was designed for the devil and his angels. Um, so that is a consequence of their choice, um, because their names were not written in the book of life. So we need to be very careful that we don't take away consequence. In, in coming and saying, well, God chose me. The, the other part of that is if I'm chosen, then sanctification is not a must for me because I'm chosen and it doesn't really matter. So we need to see that there are, uh, there are spin-offs of this that become very dangerous if we keep on walking down this road of believing either you're chosen or you're not chosen. Um, but we would come back to Scripture and say, hang on, why, who did Jesus die for? He died for the sins of the world, um, and he died for all, um, and he died bringing that choice to every person, and we have the responsibility of that choice, whether or not we receive him as Savior. And so um, I, I, I'm going to say we need to be careful that we don't read into this one scripture what we shouldn't, and based on on, on uh, John 6.44, uh, come and create a theology um, of God choosing some and rejecting others because that's really what we're saying if he chooses some he rejects others um, and and we would have to declare that that is not the truth about God thank you very much pastor Rob for answering that question for us today if you have any other questions lingering in your mind that you would like to ask us send those emails through to valdu at the fellowship.co.za or alternatively drop a question in the ask the pastors box in the foyer and we'll get to those as soon as we can until next time